everyone, welcome to another episode of What is a Podcast? The podcast that is um slowly but surely starting to feel the effect of allergies. Now, last summer, the worst summer of all of our lives, 2020, in last spring, right? Allergies were probably a thing. But I was inside. I was not touching the pollen, right? And I went very extreme at the beginning of quarantine. I didn't leave my house, like, basically at all, right? So I wasn't really getting affected by the pollen. But now I'm taking morning walks every morning And I'm getting exposed to some of this pollen, even though I'm wearing a mask over my nose and things. My eyes, my eyes, those are, those are not in good shape sometimes, right? Like I'll be all normal, I'll be all normal, and then the eyes will just fucking get you. And then rubbing your eyes is just a black hole of pain, right? Because it it feels kind of good, but then when you stop, it doesn't feel good. So you got to keep rubbing your eyes, but your hands are probably dirty. So you're just rubbing your eyes and putting dirt and grime and grease all in your eyes. It's just, it's a bad situation all, all around. But this year, the allergies are coming back. And I don't think I necessarily have bad allergies. Like I've never really felt that my allergies were debilitating or anything like that, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't suck, right? I feel like one thing that really made me appreciate the stuff that my parents have done for me is when I got a little bit older and I realized how much Claritin costs, like being Claritin clear is not a cheap endeavor. Like I knew they sold Claritin at the store and because it wasn't like a prescription thing i thought it was not that expensive and claritin being claritin clear is more expensive than you might think and my parents i remember i don't remember exactly how i first became a claritin person but i remember my parents like sort of resorting to claritin right it was sort of like not maybe not the last resort but it was like not their first option to give me Claritin when my allergies were acting up as a kid. And now I think I realize why. That shit costs money. And if you if you need the money, if you need to be Claritin clear, you gotta you gotta shell out some coins. And once I I spent those coins, I gained a new appreciation for my parents that I didn't have before. But in addition to the eyes sometimes betraying me. I've been sneezing and sneezing at times, which is why this podcast is going to be a little bit late because I just couldn't record. I was just sneezing every every two minutes and I can't edit around that. That would take me three days. So I am under control today. I am recording. We're going to try to get through it. We're going to try not to rub our eyes and everything will be hunky-dory. But even as I say that, I'm starting to feel a little bit of itch in my eyes. So fingers crossed I don't fucking 
ruin my life and jinx myself. But yeah, man, it's just like, of all the bad things about the pandemic, I forgot that allergies were a thing. Like, I completely don't have enough allergy medication. I'm not Claritin clear. I'm just thugging it out, right? Because I just forgot it happened. There was so much that happened last year that I forgot allergies are a problem that most people face, right? Like, so many people have allergies and it's like, damn, what's wrong with us? Like, we're clearly not the optimal species we need to be as humans because in a perfect world, there probably is no such thing as seasonal allergies, right? In a perfect world, right, we evolved past that and all the weak allergy people, they no longer exist and it's just perfect, you know, non-allergy people. But of course, that's not the case. It never is the case. It's never a perfect world. But it's like so many people have allergies. It fucks up so many people. And we just gotta gotta live with it, right? We just gotta bear it or get some medicine or or something, you know? But anyway, even though I was delayed because of my sneezing or my allergies or a combination of the two... Staying back a few days, right, has given me the opportunity to talk about some interesting things because one is your boy, this person recording the podcast, has got a new job opportunity, which is very nice. Blessings on blessings on blessings. I'm not going to tell you specifics of what I'm doing or where I will be working, but Blessings on blessings on blessings, which is great. Getting a little bit more coin, a little bit more opportunity, a different experience. All of that is wonderful. All of that is beautiful. But what I need to do now is eventually coming up soon, I'm going to be working in person for the first time in over a year, which means that I have to think about logistics, right? (laughs) I have to think about how I'm even going to organize my day. Because now, since I work from home, I don't have to like wake up and immediately get ready for work because I don't have to commute. I don't have to travel. But now, pretty soon, I'm going to be having to drive around town, right, to get to work. And that's cutting majorly into my time, right? Like the first thing I thought about, and this probably is an indictment on me in some way, but the first thing I thought about was, damn, I realized I used all this extra time to make TikToks. The fact that I didn't have to drive anywhere, right, amassed me 16,000 followers on TikTok. But now that I have these followers and I genuinely like making videos, I genuinely want to keep making videos now it's like i need to figure something out i need to i need to adjust my my schedule because these videos right those videos make me money too right and i like making them and i have fun expressing my passions for things like linguistics and pokemon and baseball and any other things right but I um 
I need to figure that out. I need to figure out how I'm going to do it. I mean, of course, I can just make different stuff. But the way I've been making videos has been predicated, even though I didn't realize it, it's been predicated on me not driving. And now I have to drive over an hour round trip, right? And that's going to that's going to that's going to change some things with the schedule, right? And I got to think about when do I have to wake up? What can I do in the morning? When do I walk my dog? Right? All of these things change all from the fact of driving, all the fact that I have to drive and have to get there by a certain time, right, in order to, you know, be a successful individual, right? And that's changing my whole game up. It's changing my whole life so drastically, right? And to think, just thinking, all of this stuff is normal, right? The pandemic is abnormal. All of this stuff is normal. I was driving to work previously, right? And doing the damn thing, right? It was just regular. But all of this stuff, because the pandemic became a new temporary normal, I'm thinking about going back to some regular average Joe shit. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? How am I even going to do this? How am I even going to drive 45 minutes? Like, boy, I used to do that every day. And I'm going to get back to doing that every day and like i'm just like part of me is like baffled that something so simple is baffling me and the other part is like oh shit what am i gonna do how am i gonna reorganize how am i going to manage and juggle everything once i start this new job and then again i'm just like dumbass you already did that right you just weren't making tiktoks and you don't have to make tiktoks anyway but it's just wild how the pandemic has had so many effects that you just don't even realize, right? You just become so used to things or you adjust to a new routine that when you get another other routine, you just, you just gotta, you gotta readjust in a major way to something that's regular, right? You gotta go from what became regular to regular, you got to regulate, if you will, right? And just thinking about it, like, honestly stresses me out. And I'm like, why am I stressed out? This is normal. And then I get stressed out because it's normal and I shouldn't be stressed out. But this pandemic has had more of an effect on me than I thought, um, which is which is always wonderful to think about. But I am, at the end of the day, wow, the allergies fucking me up already. But I am, at the end of the day, very excited because I did this shit on purpose, right? I got this new job on purpose. So I am very excited about the possibilities that are, they're not endless, but they feel endless right now, right? So I am excited about what is to come. It's just that, oh, wow, I did not think initially about what all these all these blessings entail because they are blessings and i have been blessed so i'm going to roll with it i'm not i'm going to try to figure things out and not stress so much because i don't really need to it's just my brain is excited and there's new things happening and all of these new things are in some ways making me stress out about logistics. But 
we'll we'll figure it out. We made it on top to get this job and we will make it on top once we get that job. Thinking positive thoughts, positive energy, giving myself a positive mindset, and hopefully that leads to positive everything else. But other than that, backing my podcast up a day has given me an opportunity to talk about something that I couldn't have talked about yesterday, but something that is more interesting the more I think about, and that is Bill and Melinda Gates are getting divorced. Bill Gates, who you know as one of the richest guys ever, and Melinda Gates, who was formerly married to Bill Gates and is thus one of the richest people ever, right? They are no longer married. And here's my first thought. Here was my first thought when I heard that Bill and Melinda Gates are getting divorced. And it's like, why would people that rich actually need to get divorced? And hear me out here. If you're Bill Gates and you're Melinda Gates and you have more money than you can ever spend, right? There's more money than you can ever spend. You don't need to talk to each other. You don't even need to see each other right? You're so rich that you never have to see your husband or your wife, right? You never have to do that. You can live in different houses, in different countries. You can still have like the benefits or whatever of being married, but you don't have to go through the process of divorce ever, right? Because you're so rich that you can just separate physically, not legally, but physically, you can just separate, right? And all be good, so why get divorced, right? What even happened? Right? How irreconcilable are the differences when you are Bill and Melinda Gates and you don't even have to talk to each other, right? Like I get like regular people. Regular people, if you don't feel compatible and you get a divorce, right? You go through all that process because you have to see that person, right? You have to interact with that person who you married, even if you are not compatible anymore or you're not in love anymore. You have to see that person. If Bill and Melinda Gates are no longer compatible, one of them just goes somewhere else, right? You can literally buy anything anywhere. So, just leave, right? You don't have to talk. You can hire people to talk for you. You can hire middlemen to talk for you, right? Just say, I'm going to say this to Bill, right? Can you send this for me? Or Bill and Melinda can have their own proxies, their own surrogates, and have them have a conversation and then have them return back to Bill and Melinda Gates, right? They never have to even talk to each other. So what happened? What happened? Because it's it has to be something pretty big, right? If I was to guess, right, it probably has to do with something that would fuck the money up because otherwise there's just no, no reason to tell people right? Even if you are out of love, or even if you are separating, even if you are really getting a divorce, if you're Bill and Melinda Gates, you just don't have to tell anybody, 
right? If you're Bill and Melinda Gates, you can get divorced in absolute silence. You can go to fucking space and get a divorce. Although, now that I say that, if you get divorced in space, is it actually legal? Probably not. Because space is not America. So, I'm guessing that if you get divorced in space... That's just sort of nobody's territory and it kind of never happened. But anyway, right? If you're Bill Gates, you can get you can get divorced and keep that absolutely silent, right? So why even say it? It's probably something that has to do with one of the businesses they have together or something that would affect that, right? Something that would affect them like being the face of something that makes a lot of money, right? That would be what I would would think when it comes to this, right? Because otherwise, you just keep that under wraps. You don't have to tell your friends. You don't have to tell nobody, right? Because the weird thing about Bill Gates is that Bill Gates and by extension, people like Elon Musk and whoever else is as rich as him, which I think might actually be nobody, but... The thing about those people is that they have this sort of outsized hand in politics. Like Bill Gates is this weird stateless politician, right? So maybe it has something to do with that because Bill Gates is always giving his his consulting, his his ideas, his things when it comes to when it comes to philanthropy and laws and things like that. Right. He's a sort of weird, stateless political figure. Right. So it could have something to do with the political identity of Bill and Melinda Gates and the fact that maybe if he's rubbing hands with these political leaders, eventually they're going to ask, where's Melinda? Right. It could be something like that. Or or Bill Gates is just a bad guy. Right. Or Melinda Gates is a bad guy. Right. Maybe maybe they're just villains. Right. And they got tired of being villains to each other. Right. Because although like I'm not always been someone who's like, fuck Bill Gates or anything like that, as I've gotten older and I realized that Bill Gates gives a lot of his money away, but somehow he's still like the richest guy. Seems kind of fishy, you know, maybe. Bill Gates is just a dick. And Melinda just got tired of Bill Gates dicking around being a dick. Or the opposite, Melinda is a dick. And Bill got tired of Melinda's dicking around, right? But maybe it's just their personalities are no longer a match. But I just can't fathom why you would need to tell people other than trying to seem normal, in some way. But Bill Gates is not normal, right? He's by definition not normal because he has way more money than everyone else. So someone like that cannot be normal. But sometimes people try to be like the relatable person, right? Could Bill and Melinda Gates's like divorce announcement be seen as relatable, right? If you're trying to be more relatable to the masses, is doing something like announcing your divorce 
the right play, right? Because you can be relatable. You can say, oh, I'm just like you. I like sports. I like to eat McDonald's. I wear, you know, biker shorts and flip-flops. Like, those are things that people can say to be relatable. But I feel like Bill Gates is so far past relatable, right? There's nothing about Bill Gates that's relatable until now, right? Where this guy has gotten a divorce because so many Americans have gotten a divorce. So maybe that's the play. As I'm thinking about this on a podcast, maybe it's just that he can seem relatable, even though divorce, I imagine, is awful, right? Divorce just sucks to go through and to think about and to feel, right? That might be something that he can tap into. That's his, hey, I'm just like you card. Because nothing else Bill Gates does really is a relatable thing, right? Some people have an immense amount of relatability, like some celebrities, right? And a lot of internet celebrities value relatability as part of their brand, right? But you just you just can't do that with with Bill Gates. You just can't do that. Um, but one more thing about Bill Gates and Melinda Gates. Melinda. This is for Melinda Gates specifically. Hey, Melinda, you're single, I'm single, my DMs are open. I'll I'll give you my email address. I'll give you my phone number. We we can make it happen, right? There's there's no way, there's no reason that this can't work, me and Melinda Gates. There's literally no reason. There was a reason initially, Bill Gates. But guess who's no longer in the picture? Bill Gates. So Melinda, you know, there's an age difference here, Melinda. I want you to make aware of that if you're listening. There is an age difference. I'm going to, I'm searching up to see how big the age difference actually is is Melinda Gates is 56 I am 26 that's you know what that's not too bad that's not too bad right we we can make that work that's only that's only 30 years right you Melinda Gates I'm looking at this Melinda Gates got married to Bill Gates the year I was born right so but what what's a 30 year difference right what what's a 30 year difference that that doesn't mean anything we're both adults I've been an adult for a very long time so Melinda Gates, if you're if you're listening, right? If you're down, I'm down. That's all, all I'm saying. If you're down, Melinda, I'm down, right? I mean, single, single, you're hot, I'm hot. It it works out. It works out. So, um, Melinda Gates, if you see this, if you hear this, um, again, information in the bio, hit me on the DM. We'll be good, right? We'll we'll make it work from there. We'll see if we're more compatible than than you know who in you. Okay, but other than that, I, there were a couple other things that I was thinking about recently, right? The first one is content on the internet, right? The first thing is that because as someone who makes content on the internet, and I might have said this already, but whatever, content on the internet is so devalued now, or it has always been, right? And part of this is also like thinking about money because I was thinking about Bill Gates. But content on the internet 
is so devalued, right? It's like your work is worth almost nothing unless you have like a lot of followers, right? Or a lot of success, right? Because I was thinking like Spotify pays like basically half a cent per stream. TikTok pays not that much. YouTube pays not that much. People get on Facebook and Twitter and post for free, right? But the numbers that social media can pull in if we were to if we were to expand that to real life, like if I post a video and it gets a thousand views, if I'm speaking in front of a thousand people, I'm gonna get way more money than a video that gets a thousand views, right? A thousand views is basically no money. But if speaking in front of a thousand people in real life, that's worth money, right? The video is not worth anything, right? And I was thinking about maybe why that is, right? I think part of it is like shortening attention span and like anything can go viral potentially, right? So you don't necessarily have to put in work to be successful, at least momentarily, on the internet, right? So it might be the the less control, right? The sort of randomness of virality or like the coming and going of trends. It could be just like the pure length of the video. Like on TikTok, some people now can make three minute videos, but your boy cannot, right? So making a minute of content at a time at most, right? And at least like 10 seconds worth of content, right? Is a 10 second video that's viewed 10,000 times actually worth as much as someone speaking for 10 minutes in front of 10,000 people? Probably not, right? But I do think that the rates are not adding up on all of these social media or internet platforms. Internet content is just so, it's so valuable, but at the same time, not, right? Like every company, every brand has some type of presence on the internet every mainstream company and brand anyway right and the ones that are coming up are looking to build their social presence but if you make a good video on the internet if you get paid at all right it's not going to be a lot that's why people have like patreons and shit because we're devaluing the internet work and maybe there's like just no way to see if someone who made a good video actually did it on purpose or judge the labor behind any specific video but all i'm saying is you make like one view does make money on the internet but it takes hundreds of views to make pocket change right? Hundreds of views to make pocket change. And if I was a guest speaker anywhere, right, I would get several times more than a pocket change. So it's just like, wow, it's just, it's just thinking about will internet stuff ever be as valuable as in-person stuff? Because right now, in a lot of ways, not every way, but a lot of ways, it's not, Right. So where do we go from here? I feel like you you can either go one of two ways. Either internet people 
slowly, and I mean like smaller internet people, slowly get paid what they deserve or the internet overlords just cut us off, they get too powerful and we all are broke, right? Those those are the two options there. But I was just thinking like, wow, this this shit, this internet shit, it makes money, right? You can make good money. The right posts can change your life, but the rates at which people get paid is nowhere, nowhere nearly enough, right? But speaking of things on the internet, um, I was watching or I watched something on Amazon today. Speaking of rich people, Bezos, where you at? Um, also, I think Rich recently divorced Jeff Bezos, but I was watching on Amazon Invincible, which is a show that's trendy if you have heard of it you probably have some type of superhero interest or you just live on the internet and people have been talking about it but invincible is the superhero show i'm not going to spoil it right but invincible is a superhero show that clearly derives a lot from like the dc universe and a little bit from marvel as well right there are characters that are very reminiscent of dc characters right and it's a superhero story that's based off an actual comic. So there's actual like source material here. It wasn't something that someone made up. But when it comes to the Invincible and the success that it's had, despite having so many similarities between that and DC, it's not exactly the same, of course, but it's just like, hmm, thinking about something that I've been thinking about for a few weeks now. And that's copying right copying isn't as bad as american society makes it out to be it is so bad to plagiarize and not give credit and i do think with invincible it's not plagiarism it's clearly like heavy inspiration right but being inspired and like copying i don't think is as bad as the american culture is right american culture is sort of individual don't copy be yourself right but in a lot of ways and i talked about this a bit some time ago but in a lot of ways you can't learn until you copy and in a lot of ways even if you copy you can still create something that is uniquely you because original thoughts just don't exist anymore but having something that is very clearly, if you know even a little bit about about comics and Teen Titans and stuff, right? You know that there's derivative or inspired stuff, right, in this show, right? And it's just like you were able to take things that are iconic and flip turn them into your own individual thing, right? And the individualism that America just loves so much can come out then, right? But taking, copying, and then making that copy into something that you're, you, you like, that you can present to other people, right? That's something that I think is very impressive. But American culture looks so down on cop- copying in this way. Like if you think about like sampled songs, there's a pretty large section of America that gets very mad at sampled songs, right? Or does not approve of sample songs, even though they're taking something and reworking it into their own way. And 
I was thinking about Invincible, which has, like, Invincible, it has a character named Omni-Man, which you can think of kind of like Superman. There's a character called Darkwing, which is kind of like Batman, War Woman, which is kind of like Wonder Woman, and so on and so forth, right? You're able to take those ideas, those things that can stick in people's minds, and turn them into yours, right? Turn them into your ideas, right? And there's inspiration there. There's influence there. I don't think anyone would deny that. But turning them into your ideas and creating a new story from that is something that is clearly having a success. Invincible is like the first thing I've watched in Amazon Prime other than Fleabag. And I watched that whole thing at once, right? But it's interesting that no one's like really mad about Invincible like copying because it's good, right? But like in the not so good stages when we're not so good at copying or you're learning, that type of stuff is often discouraged and you never build up the the ability to copy, which doesn't build up the ability to make things your own, right? I'm not saying copy and then always pass off someone else's work as your own. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is, right, you can copy and learn from the copy. And as you keep copying and developing your skills and developing things that you like and dislike, you can become even more powerful at whatever it is you want to become powerful at, right? But it's just discouraged in a lot of ways. You're told not to copy or to come up with something completely original when you're like eight, right? And you're still like, molding your brain together you're expected to come up with absolutely original things and if it's too derivative you're you're kaput right when maybe there's a different maybe a little bit more encouraging way to do that i don't have all the answers but it's something to to think about unless you think i'm just dumb and you don't want to think about it that's okay but with that I don't have my new job yet, so I still got to yell at cameras for a living for the next two weeks or so. So I'm going to end it off there. I'm going to get some vocal rest. Um, Thank you for watching, listening, and paying attention. I will see you next time. Love you. Dot com.